0: Welcome to week four of New Year's Intentions. Oh my gosh, it's so good. (laughs) I love these classes so much and I thank you for joining me. I'm really grateful that we get to do this together. We are so blessed. Yes. Oh my, there's so much going on in the world A lot of the, what I call the intensity of density, and I am so grateful that we are choosing to work together to work in the invisible, rise above the density, and live a life of profound love so that we are a beneficial presence to everyone in our life. I'm so glad that we're on this mission of love together, the Love Club is on a mission (laughs) so grateful (sighs) so let's place our hand on our heart and take this breath of love and gratitude oh my goodness yes we're partnering up with the higher holy spirit self to remember and recognize the truth of our being is perfect love now and forever We are grateful, we are thankful to allow ourselves to remember and recognize the truth that sets us free. We are grateful and thankful to consciously attune to infinite love. We are surrendering every thought that does not serve our path of wholeness, of freedom, of inspiration. We are opening ourselves to a new identification. We're surrendering the past. We're surrendering, fantasizing about the future, regurgitating the past no more. We are willing to stand in the present moment right now and recognize that love is the healer, love is our teacher, love is our guide, and the kingdom is within. We are grateful and thankful to seek the kingdom first Knowing that everything is being added unto us, even now, in this very moment, we rise in love. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone. In gratitude, we let it be.
1: In gratitude,
0: we say, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Mm. Thank you Linda. Thank you. <laughs> I muted myself accidentally. Sorry about that. All right. Let's see if I can recall the last thing I said and Carla, thank you too. My uh my trusty facilitators here um, uh so helpful. God bless you. I love you Linda and Carla. Um Yes, sometimes I move around. I hit the mute button on my headset accidentally. So I was saying that uh, in the beginning of the year, I uh, in January of Masterful Living, I don't make a lot of references to the workbook. People are still getting their workbooks, and you have plenty to do. There's more to do in January than all the rest of the year. Because the New Year's reboot class has quite a bit, and the New Year's intentions classes have some work as well, and so that's why I don't even dive into the workbook until later. Another thing I'll tell you that's so important for you to be mindful of uh, and and that's this I, I've been doing this for a number of years, and I see it every year that. A, the, the ego is constantly going to be trying to get you to find a reason why you can't do this and you should quit. Just over and over and over again. In fact, I'm going to see uh, by a show of hands. Who, oh, you know what? Hang on just one second. Just one second here. Oh, never mind. I'll deal with it later. Um, The ego is going to try and get you to quit for any by any means necessary. And so the ego will say, you can't do all this. This is too much. This is overwhelming. How are you going to do all this? I say just put the workbooks away for now. Don't even bother. If you like looking at them, if you would like to do things, go for it. Go for it. I know um, in previous years, people have said, can you please give us a homework assignment every week in the workbooks? And I did that one year, and we had a lot of dropouts. So that taught me. I learned from everything. And um, so the next year, people were saying, can you please give us assignments every week? And I said, no, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) No, I won't be doing that. I will share thoughts and ideas and suggestions, but there's not going to be any assignments Because the ego just says, oh, I missed the first assignment. I'm not doing it right. I'm bad. I'm wrong. And then the next week you miss the next assignment. Oh, you see, I can't even do this. I'm a total failure. Everybody can do this but me. And the majority of people who start Masterful Living have told me, they've told me that in the beginning, they feel that they probably won't be able to do it. But they're doing, starting off because they can't just do nothing. And they really would like to have a greater connection with God, more prosperity, healing, har- harmonious relationships, and feel better about themselves, and on and on and on. And what I have found is the people who really feel like, I just don't think I can do this, I don't think I have what it takes, but they're just willing to do a couple of minutes a day they amazingly change their life. Amazingly. And so my encouragement to you is to literally, when the ego says to you, you can't do this, you in, in your mind, you turn and face the ego and say, you know what? Here are the facts. Ego facts are, I am doing this. It is being done, and it is being done by me. I am doing this. Because there's no requirement of accomplishment in this class. The one thing I I do really ask you to do is to focus on the practice of non-judgment. And then every tool in this entire class is to keep your mind focused on love and to heal the habits of judging and separation. And it's this combination with the community moving forward together that there are some people who are out in front leading the pack, inspiring everybody all year long, and then other people who are bringing up the rear And we travel as one. Everybody plays their part and everyone helps. Because the people who go through things that is very challenging for them, they teach everyone just as much as the people who are inspired and seem to be out in front. And that's how life is. So, and and we go through peaks and valleys, every single one of us. The tide comes in, the tide comes out over and over and over again. So there are times for most people throughout the year where they've got a couple weeks, they're going on family vacation, they've got family issues or work issues and they can seem to fall behind and that's why it's a year. That's why I was instructed to have a one-year class. I didn't know that when I got the first guidance to do it but I've learned that and it's, just literally not quitting and when you feel like quitting just like in um, a 12-step program call your sponsor so you can you you're you're going to have people you can call here Uh, we've got all kinds of people and right now your go-to person um, for just help with anything is Angela Angela at jenniferhadley dot com she is like her name. She's Angelic, and she loves to talk with you and help you. So no matter how minuscule your technology challenge seems to be, and you think, "Ah, oh, I shouldn't bother anyone with this," Angela will be so happy to help you with it and it's her job and she she really really loves it there are always times when i talk with her and she's like oh my god jennifer i love talking with these people so much so that's what she's there for. If you're struggling with anything related to the class, and this goes for anyone who just buys new year's intentions because we do have a wonderful group of people who are just doing new year's intentions, uh you also can um you can call Angela <laughs> and you can also uh reach out to the spiritual counselors. So, um uh, on the JenniferHadley.com website, on under the Classes page, you can find uh, Spiritual Counseling there. I also have Spiritual Counseling Training, so two different things, Spiritual Counseling. And uh, in the Masterful Living website, in the Class pages there, um you'll also see spiritual counseling there. So of course you can do spiritual counseling with me, one-on-one counseling with me. Uh you can also do sacred circle with me if you like. That's my weekly group counseling call. But you can also do spiritual counseling with the wonderful people that are uh in training with me or who have been certified by me and uh they are absolutely wonderful. And every single one of them has done Masterful Living and is either in Masterful Living for a second year uh, or um, has e- it done completed a second year. So those people can help you. And the ones who are in training will absolutely do a counseling session with you on a donation basis. That's part of our agreement that if I refer people while they're in their training, they will um offer sessions because they have a requirement of a number of sessions. So this helps them get, get uh, their requirement met. So it's a win win for everybody. And so um uh, you hear the facilitators. Some of the facilitators, like Carla and Linda, are in the um, training program, and and there's more. So you can look. You can see their pictures. You can see what they wrote about themselves. Please take advantage of that. They have been where you are, and their prayer partners, because they've all had a, a number of prayer partners. And they've been through all these experiences. They can really support you. Uh, also, um, I uh, of course, the Facebook group is another support. And uh, there's more support coming. And I'll talk more about that next week. Hmm. Just listening to spirit here. I am going to share with you one of my favorite prayers that's in your journal slash workbook. Sometimes I call them journals. They're, the covers say my mastery journal. Uh, and I sometimes call them workbooks. Some people don't like the idea of a workbook. I love the idea of a workbook. But that's me. (laughs) so this is the prayer for healing through releasing negative energies. It's in the prayer section, and you can just look in the table of contents and you'll find it. So it says, I am a master of divine expression. I now release all beliefs in separation and limitations that no longer serve my path of light. I release all vows of poverty and limitations that I ever made in this and past incarnations i release all imprints implants negative thought forms black magic spells and curses negative patterns of the human ego illness and disease patterns and all energies that no longer serve my path of life by the intervention of divine grace with my full intent i choose to release all energies of separation limitations and all blockages back to the universe. I ask for these energies to be purified and transformed into the highest form of light. I invoke the assistance of the angelic realms, ascended masters, my monad, Mother Mary and Kuan Yin to release from my being and world all levels of energies that are less than my divine blueprint of perfection and my eternal victory in the light, through my spiritual awakening. And so be it, beloved I am. So, one of the questions that often comes with this beautiful prayer is people say, what's my monad? So, my monad is really, it's, you can think of it as your higher self or your soul, Um the I Am Presence, and I thinking, is there something else I saw here? Yep, the, it popped for me when I read it, so maybe it popped for someone. Black Magic Spells. Um, one thing about spells, people can say uh, to someone something like, you're an idiot, you'll never be successful. And it can be like a spell, right, if we believe it. And so we're releasing everything that just doesn't serve us. And that is really what Masterful Living is about. It's profound how much we can shift in just one year when we just take it together step by step. And so it's really important that we don't get ahead of ourselves and we just go at the the pace that has, has um, been determined to work well. And one thing you can know is every year this course is different because I'm different. I'm learning new things. It's a different group. So it's always evolving. And sometimes I talk about things in one year that I don't talk about in the next year. And sometimes I talk about, I'll, I already know that one of the things we're going to be talking about this year, at least it feels really strong right now, is we're going to be talking about sexuality. And um, I usually don't talk about that till the second year. So, something's shifting. And I think that's a good thing. Uh So one of the things we're going to talk about today is your contract, and um, there is uh, in your workbook, there is the, um, the template for your contract and some instruction about that, and we are going to go over that today. You'll also see in your journal um, where there's um, the um, place where you can fill in what you got from the visioning that we did um, week before last. And um, uh, there's... No, all of a sudden I can't find it. (laughs) It's here. I know it's here. Oh, I know where it is. Okay. (laughs) Um, I love these. I had so much fun making them. And um, so when you, you don't need to do this right away. There's no rush. But when you have your journals, you'll be able to fill in what we did uh, week one, taking stock of your investments. And then what we did in the life visioning, and then you'll be able to use the pages there to work out your um, contract. And um, you, you may revise your contract many times. So... There's no super rush to get it done, but we're going to be working on that this week. And then I'm going to invite you to share your contract in the Facebook group, and I'm going to also invite you to please email it to me anytime you'd like to email me directly mlc at jenniferhadley.com mlc at jenniferhadley.com and um, I've been reading what people have been writing to me and uh, I'm going to be responding to all of those um, in the next few days so uh, I really am loving it All right. Uh, Does anybody have any questions so far before I get into uh, the main focus for today? Star 2 to raise your hand if you're on the phone or the web call or if you're calling in on Skype. And uh, you can also type in questions in the question box box. Uh, something that's important for you to, and thank you for everybody who wrote in, uh, that they couldn't hear me. Uh, what's important too is, um, uh, to know is that we change out this question box, uh, usually right after the class. So you have basically a whole week if you think of a question, And you don't want to post it in the Facebook group. You want me to address it in class, which is really better because then um, it can just give a more in-depth answer. Uh, And you can't be in the class live. Or even if you are live and you just maybe don't want to speak for whatever reason, you can type in a question um, and i will answer it. So that's for people who this is not a time zone that works for them. Um, or a time, then you can do that. And I will just give you a heads up that there will be times during the year when we may switch up the time. Possibly sometimes we switch and do the community call on Monday nights and the class on Saturday mornings. It's an, it gives people in other time zones who can't attend. Like right now, Europe is sleeping. So it's the middle of the night for them. So uh, by having the class at a different time, then uh, people who can't normally come can attend. Um, In previous years, there have been times when I was traveling in Europe and uh, or last year in Australia. So we shifted some things. And so there that may happen. Laurel writes in. Uh, regarding uh, the ego uh, trying to get her to quit. She says, This is exactly why I paid for the entire year. I knew my ego would get me to quit, but I outsmarted it. Ha ha! <laughs> yes! Beautiful. And uh, let's see, we have, oh, waiting on my computer here. Come on got Lorraine raising her hand and Tracy, so I'm going to uh, call on you first, Lorraine. So here we go.
1: Hi, Jennifer.
0: How are you? I'm great. <laughs> um, my
1: question is about um, prayer on the Facebook group. So when people say, you know, have, can you pray for me or I have, you know, I need help with this. I'm just not sure what to do. i it's, it's not you know, studying the love, but is there
0: any yeah, you, just a little bit
1: more guidance on,
0: on how do you help
1: people
0: pray for them? Sure. That? Yeah, good question, Lorraine. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to tell – I'm going to repeat your question because your, um, your connection there is not so good. Oh, great. Okay, thanks. Oh, that's much better. Um Yeah, uh, yeah so you're asking when people post a prayer request in the Facebook page, how can you uh, respond with prayer to support them? Yes. So, at the very least, you could say, you know, bless this person. I bless this person. Uh, I surround them with love and light. I, I, we're mm-hmm. going to be doing, um, a whole focus for a month on prayer. And, um, people always tell me every year that this is one of the, the best sections, the prayer classes. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, this year we're actually going to do, uh, more focus on prayer, we are going to have uh, uh we're going to come back and do more prayer work later in the year so i 'm excited for that and um so I teach very specific ways to pray that are very simple but very clear and specific so um i'm really glad you're asking this question Lorraine and um one of the things in your workbooks, your journals you will see uh, something called a divine experiment in there. And um, let me just see. I um, actually have an older, slightly older version uh, that I'm looking at here, which is why I'm not giving page numbers. Um, uh, Just, oh, where did it go? In environment there's also a nice blessing in there, and if anybody is going through some kind of a um a crisis uh a really difficult time and would like to jump right into some healing uh with that uh one of the things I can tell you is i'm just uh, opening on my computer here um the the um Oh, come on, little doggie. Um, that that divine experiment, that's one of the primary pieces that uh, you'll be using this year. And we'll get to it. But um, um, I'm just going to give you this here. Um, and that reference is... In the, the worksheet um, that people were talking about recently in the community call, beautiful community calls, by the way, what a great start. And um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, there was a lot of silence, different periods of silence people were contemplating. Um, and uh, as you go along in the year, it um, the the liveliness in the calls really um intensifies as people get to know each other become very familiar with each other and used to um, being on the community calls so um, the divine experiment is in the first journal it's on page 70 and um, it's it's a very specific uh what to do if you'd like to bring on a miracle in some area of your life and on page 71 at the top in this pretty little box there's this simple um blessing prayer um that you could adapt for anyone and it's a great thing to just kind of get your your own rhythm with something like this so it's very simple it says bless this situation hmm. may all concerned be blessed in all areas of their life may all conflict be resolved and only love revealed hmm. i am one with all concerned and i am grateful May all beings benefit from this prayer. And so it is. Amen. Mm-hmm. So one thing you could do is you could take a picture of that. You could print it out. and Or you could just copy it over. It's so short. And, um, and just have it with you, like, you know, in a sense, in your, your spiritual back pocket. This blessed situation may all concern be blessed in all areas of their life. May all conflict be resolved and only loved revealed. Now you might change that line to uh, let there be healing for all involved. You know, may um, harmony and prosperity or whatever feels appropriate to Mm -hmm. you in that moment uh, be revealed, love revealed. I'm one with everyone. And I am grateful. And you see, when we say, I am one with everyone, uh, everyone concerned, then the prayer includes us. Mm -hmm. Our prosperity, Mm -hmm. our wholeness, our harmony, our balance. And Mm -hmm. then when we say, may all beings benefit from this prayer, we're really reminding ourselves, wait a minute, we're one with everyone. So I'm blessing the whole world because this one person asked me to pray. I'm blessing my family, my friends, the whole world, everyone in Masterful Living, as well as everyone who's actually concerned in this one experience. Very simple. Hmm. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, does that feel like it answers your question?
1: It does. Um, And I'm just wondering, I'm so
0: excited about the retreat March. So oh, the 100%. retreat. Yeah, so I'm so glad you asked me about that too, Lorraine. Okay. So I sent out, for those who didn't see it, I sent out an email on mm, Friday or Saturday. I can't remember quite now. I think it was Friday or Saturday morning, something like that, uh, saying that um, I'd like to have a retreat in mid March. Uh, it would be three nights masterful living retreat uh, and what we're going to do is we're going to do some deep cleansing clearing work forgiveness work uh earlier in the year i was talking about earlier in january this month in our intentions classes here i was talking about taking out the trash so you remember in the week one of new year's intentions that this module we're in right now because it will have many modules throughout the year on different topics and um, we were talking about the taking stock the what percentage of your negative um, of your life force is invested in negativity and things that are self-destructive so uh, in the retreat we will actually will clear a whole bunch of things related to that and um be really having a lot more clarity about exactly what the what the heck is going on that's the the causation of our difficulties and how to really make a quantum leap so one thing i can tell you too is that uh, everything that I do is really based on A Course of Miracles, uh, which is also very much the same teaching. Uh, it's, it's, it's different, but very similar to the Science of Mind teaching, which is what I'm trained in as a minister. So I'm self-trained in The Course of Miracles because uh, it's a self-study group. And a self-study course, A Course of Miracles is. So this is my background. So uh, no one in for Living needs to study A Course in Miracles, but you will be studying the basics of A Course of Miracles just because that's what I teach. And um many people who have been, like I said in a couple classes ago, long-time Course of Miracles students, much longer than me, have found that... Uh, they really came to understand of Course in Miracles at a much higher level because of the work we did in class. And um, so the retreat will be really applying. It's all about the application because we can study and study and study and the ego loves that. We can quote scripture. You know, we can say we know it all, but until we're living it, applying it, taking out the trash, clearing the mental and emotional clutter and revealing the natural perfection the beauty the truth the wisdom the clarity that is already there just hidden underneath all this clutter uh, until we start clearing the clutter uh, we we forget that we're already perfect we're already whole we can't be made any more holy or any more perfect than we already are we forget that and um, we say, I'm stupid, what an idiot I am. We say all these things. And every time we say something negative about ourselves or anyone else, we're basically um, saying it about God because we're all part of God. So um, in in the retreat, the whole idea is to really uh, just quantum leap, get a, a great um, – Forward movement. Really get some momentum going. And that's, I just love it. Um, and it's fun. And you get to know a lot of people. And people who are not in Masterful Living are welcome to come. And they'll fit right in. It's never been a problem. Uh, uh, but, um, that's what I focus on here is really, um, the Course of Miracles. I mean, <laughs> the Masterful Living work that we're doing. Uh, I'm just going to see here quickly, has anyone who's been on retreat with me uh, would like to say uh, how it was for them? Because we may have some people on the line who were at the New Year's retreat or at the um, Stop Playing Small retreat that I did or the Forgiveness retreat that I did last year. Um, trying to think I did those three retreats uh in the u s last year. Anybody go to any of those?'ve got Linda raising her hand. Linda's also one of the uh facilitators of your community call. She did the last one, which was excellent, and she also um is one of the spiritual counselors in training so uh Yeah. Now, Linda, you went to um, Stop Playing Small, right? Yes. Yep. I mean, you did other things last year, but um, in terms of a three-day retreat, um, you want to just give some headlines about how it was for you and the group and all that? Sure.
1: Um, It was really interesting because it was, like you said, a, a few people that were in Masterful Living, but many of them who were not, Uh, some of them who had um, like barely listened to any of your teachings, which was really interesting, but we all um, came together and by the end of the three days felt like family. And it was only three days,
0: but it was, it was intense. And it was um, beautiful to watch everybody open up, and um, there was so much
1: healing. There was so much healing. Yeah, it was just, it was a lovely
0: retreat. I mm. would do it again in a heartbeat. Mm. Mm. Thank you, Linda. Much appreciated. Mm mm-hmm. Yep, that's the idea is to really just get as much healing as we can done. I always figure if people are coming from a distance and it takes a an effort, you know, so you have to clear it because it's three nights. It's not just two nights. It's we start on Thursday. We finish on Sunday. And so, uh, I know it takes people that have to take time off work, their families and stuff like that. So I figure if I can get you in the room, I'm going to give you as much as I possibly can. And, um, and it's fun. It's fun too. Um, and I, um, I'm a bit behind in doing the things I need to do to get it on the website. So that's why I sent out the survey, because I thought, oh, my gosh, it's coming up so fast. Can we actually get this done? But I'm going to commit to it. I'm excited for it. Thank you for the people who said yes. And I just would like everybody to know who said, well, maybe um, uh, the... I don't know the exact pricing. I think it'll be, you know, it'll include all your meals, uh, be seven to eight hundred dollars ish, um, because that's what it costs these days. And, um, we can do all kinds of payment plans for anybody who's in masterful living. So, um, because if you're committed to come and do the work, I'm committed to help you. It's going to be in the New York area, so that will make it easy for people to travel into New York. So that's all I'm going to say about that right now so we can get on to our curriculum. And thank you for bringing that up, Lorraine. Great questions. We've got Tracy, who also is raising her hand here. Tracy's in it to win it. Great sharing in the community call. Hey, Tracy. Hi, Jennifer. How are you? I'm good. Good, you actually answered my question during your answering lorraine's question i I was a little confused. um, you kept referring to the New year's intentions class, and right. i I thought maybe I was missing something and I wasn't doing a class I was supposed to be listening to, but you mentioned that it is the module we are now in, so right so now I don't have a question. okay, great, thanks for clarifying, okay, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I I always appreciate, uh, I'm muting you back out again, Uh, I always appreciate when people ask any kind of questions, because usually, if one person has a question, there's a few people, and it's just good to get clarity. Uh, Yes, so we're going to go through different modules, we go through periods where there's modules, and then um, we're more free form, and then modules, so... um, and sometimes we just have a week where it's just ask me any question you like. Uh, and I am following spirit, so that's why it's just not the same all the time. Uh, in fact, um, I am still not 100% clear <laughs> what we're going to do next week, but we're going to be coming up into the prayer power probably, if not next week, the week after. So um yeah, I really follow my guidance and that's what I teach to follow the guidance. And um sometimes you just don't know till you know. I've learned to trust that. And so that's part of what I'm teaching is how do you trust the guidance? Um and in fact on when we do retreats, it's very common on retreat that people will say, can I know exactly what the schedule is for every day? And I say, I will let you know as soon as I know. But it hasn't been revealed yet. And they'll say, well, what exactly are we going to do? And I'm like, we are going to have fun healing. They're like, yeah, but exactly what are we going to do? I'm like, I don't know yet, but as soon as I know, I will tell you. And so it's about really learning to trust, really learning to trust. And, and um the more I trust, the more faith I have, and the more faith I have, the more free I am. So, that's what I'm teaching, because that's what I'm learning. And it makes me so happy to share it. Unbelievably happy. Thank you, thank you, God. So, number one this year is the personal practice of non-judgment, which is love, which is compassion. We are focusing on getting out of the past, out of the future, just like what came through in the prayer. We are, because the past and the future don't actually exist. Only the present moment exists. And it's only in the present moment that we can experience love. Now, we've all heard that probably so much that it sounds like a cliche, but the thing about cliches is what makes them a cliche is they're so true. So, the past and the future are essentially an illusion, and I used to live like many people, bouncing between the past and the future. My mind was almost never present in the moment. So I wasn't really living the love because I wasn't where the love was. My mind was focused elsewhere. Now, what's extremely important to understand here, the number two thing that we focus on here is that Practicing non-judgment, stepping back from our opinions and our judgments, clears our mind. And that's what we're doing this year. We're cultivating a pristine awareness. That perfect awareness, which is where we all started from. Before we started judging, Course of Miracles tells us that we we had this tiny mad idea. The tiny mad idea was a judgment, an opinion, and we forgot to laugh. And that's where all the belief in separation started from. So we're cultivating this remembrance of our perfection. We're clearing the clutter. So that we can return to a pristine awareness. Where our mind is like uh, the clear surface of a still lake. Pure and pristine. And then every thought that we drop upon the surface of that lake creates a ripple and it ripples out through all humanity, all life. So that we're, we're cultivating the ability to only place thoughts into the one mind that are beneficial for everyone. That's what we're learning to do. And it is profound. It is profound and it is deeply inspiring how much we can accomplish in just one year. You'll be amazed at how much you can accomplish in a few months. And so, oh, that reminds me. I was going to read um, Denise Harris's post in our Facebook group. And, as I'm going to Facebook here, there's so much activity. you might imagine how much Facebook activity I have and um <laughs> and um, um one thing I'm just going to ask you to, because spirit reminded me of it, I really ask that during the class, if you're coming live to the class. If you wouldn't multitask unless you absolutely need to. I understand some people are cooking dinner and they'd like to multitask. Got it. Some people are listening in the car. Got it. Um, But if you're sitting in your home and you don't have to multitask, can you not check your email and check your Facebook and half listen to the class? Because when that happens, you're in this virtual circle with me and energetically what happens is it's when you're doing like the Facebooking and things like that while you're on the class um, it's not that you're doing something wrong or bad and and um I, I don't have any opinions about it it's just I can tell you energetically it's kind of like you're leaving the room and coming back and leaving the room and coming back and leaving the room and coming back. So just imagine that we're all in a room together, those who are listening live um, and that half of the class is leaving and coming back, leaving and coming back, leaving and coming back. Now, one of the things I do know about myself is my mind can wander. And that's when the mind wandering is happening the ego is saying there's something else that's more valuable, more important. Pay attention to that. Don't focus on what she's saying. Well, you can do this and listen to the class. But the thing is, is, in listening to the class, you're not actually listening to Jennifer. You're listening to your own higher Holy Spirit self guiding you. And that's why People will tell me all the time. They'll say, you know, Jennifer, you said this in class, and I got to tell you, I've heard that at least a thousand times, but I never heard it for realsies until you said it in class. Now, I can say for sure it's not because I said it. The person's heard it a thousand times. I don't have some magical thing. What I do have is I don't speak about things that I don't know. And if I do speak about things I don't know, it's just something I believe. So I don't have the knowingness of it. I don't have the surety of it. I say, well, I think this or I believe that I'm I'm then telling you I I don't have 100 percent knowing of it. I'm being honest with you when I say, I believe this, or I think this. Um, Though sometimes I could tell you I think something when I know it. But I try, I I generally notice that I say I know. And um, I'll be honest with you because this is my guidance right now, sometimes that can be a little tricky with family members or friends for when I say, well, I know this or I know that. It can seem like I'm being arrogant. But I've learned that with my guidance, I've learned the flavor of my guidance. And when my guidance is something, I know it. I've learned to trust it and have faith in it. And that's different than a belief. Course of Miracles tells us beliefs are not true. Truth is true. Those are my words interpreting A Course of Miracles. But when we know something, we don't believe it. We know it. There's a very different energetic to it. When we believe something, it's our opinion. It's our perception that's different than knowing, which is why knowing the truth will set you free. Knowing the truth will set you free. Believing the truth is helpful, but it's not the same as freedom. And so when people are multitasking in class, and they don't have to, it's really their ego is prioritizing multitasking to distract them from really consciously Listening. And it's your listening that's going to heal you. It's not anything I say, it's your listening. So, a whole important part of our class together is our willingness to put aside the things of this world to remember our divinity. And then that actually profoundly improves the quality of our experience in this world every moment of every day. By giving ourselves time, focused time, to set aside the things of this world, to remember our divinity, to recognize our divinity, to give thanks for our divinity, to experience our divinity, and there is something miraculous that happens when we're the two or more who are gathered. And it really doesn't matter if it's live or if it's uh recorded. Because time and space are part of the illusion. So our minds are joined only in the now moment, whenever the now moment is. So... I find that there are many times when I get intuitively a question from someone in the class and um they haven't even they're not even here now they're going to listen later but that's how spirit is because spirit isn't bound by time and space so if you would really love to love yourself give yourself the gift of focused listening now for me, when I'm, uh I love to listen and walk. I do. And I also, uh there are many times when I find it can be very helpful for me to listen and do things like folding laundry, washing dishes, things that I don't uh, need to pay attention to. But like reading things on Facebook while I'm listening to the class, no. That doesn't work for me, so um I just can't do it i I really can't do it um, so I've learned that uh one of the things that I have found that I really like uh to use as a tool to help me focus my mind uh with in in things where I'm having trouble focusing my mind and I need to listen carefully but the uh, the ego's trying to get me to to not listen carefully. Here's something that I have found really is wonderful for me. Like I said, walking um and things like that can be wonderful uh things that occupy the surface mind. Here's another one. It's uh they have these wonderful mandala coloring books. In fact, I'll have uh some of them put in your uh bookstore. And um, there are wonderful. I I I have so many of them. I love all these gel pens and glitter pens and metallic pens and uh, I love uh, colored pencils and markers and all things to um, to do these mandalas and coloring books. And it totally focuses my mind, uh, my surface mind, my ego mind, and I can listen at a whole nother level. Love it, love it. So check that out. Give that a try. Might work for you. It's also one of the reasons why, in your actual journals and workbooks, there are different mandalas and different things uh, scattered throughout where you can color, and and um, uh, you'll find some in there periodically. Okay. Back to Denise. Oh, my goodness. So she writes here in Facebook um, the other day. Oh, no, this is today. Uh, she writes, I, no, this is not today. I, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> this is yesterday. She says, I printed out the transcript of our second class so that I could finish the Divine Vision Meditation What a blessing. I got so much out of reviewing the transcript. I'd already listened to the recording, but I find that reading the transcript after I listen reinforces everything. And I'll just say here, some people really like to read and listen at the same time. She says, the whole exercise was transforming for me. I'd already filled out my contract without knowing I was supposed to do the meditation get the guidance, and then answer the questions so that I could complete the contract. What I discovered was my contract matched everything that I got from my guidance. It was such a beautiful experience. I truly felt lifted and carried. Also, spirit is wasting no time. I became aware of a belief I wasn't aware of last night. I was driving on the turnpike yesterday and I noticed a sign from one of our local churches that simply said, You Matter. It kind of pierced my soul when I took in the words. I've recently gone through a painful experience, and last night I just broke down when it seemed I didn't matter to anyone. I got up this morning and was committed to finishing Class 2 work. Through the inner work I did today, I realized that belief has been with me forever. I came here with the belief and I'm ready to release it now. I was given guidance in my meditation exactly how to do this. I'm so grateful for this class. So grateful Spirit made a way for me to pay for everything in the beginning because my funds were a little low at that time. I know this is long, but felt compelled to share my experience with you. Love you all, each and every one of you. So beautiful. Really beautiful. And... You know, it's also just as beautiful when uh, when um, someone shares that they're struggling, and then people can respond, and a dialogue begins. Um, I want to say that uh, uh, Laurel also wrote in here um, that um, the uh, she thought for a moment that the um, what she posted went into her feed, but the, to see anyone on Facebook could see it that was a friend of hers. It, 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 it it's not. It doesn't work like that. It's you'll see it in your feed because you posted it, just like you'll see other people in Masterful Living in your feed because you're in the group. Um, but people who are not in the group won't be able to see it. Um, so, um, and, um, uh, there's a whole thing in there. You can read on Laurel's, um, post the other day, but just to, to make sure you understand that really is, uh, private, um, (sighs) And, okay. <laughs> so, non-judgment clears the mind. And as we're going to really get clear about this here, what we hold in our mind comes into manifestation in the form of our thoughts, our emotions, our physical experience. Because our mind is the mind of God. Of course, Miracles tells us projection is perception, and we're going to really look at that so that we understand it, so we stop making ourselves unhappy. Um, I had an experience uh, once where someone asked me, that I knew very well asked me, um, J- Jennifer, how... How is it that you're transforming your life? How are you able to do that? And this was uh 20 years ago, maybe a little longer. And I said, well, you know, I had this vision of myself as um a, a pure being of light. And I realized that I had to let go of everything that was false. So I've been on a journey to do that. And my friend said, oh, you see, now that's why you can succeed and I never will be able to because I just don't have imagination or vision like that. I just can't ever imagine anything like that. And I said to my friend, I said, you, my dear, actually have one of the most vivid imaginations of anybody I've ever met in my entire life. You just mostly focus on the negative and um you can learn how to stop that habit and to replace it with focusing on the positive. And it you know, it takes some work, it takes some attention. I know because I'm on that journey. That's what I'm learning to do. So I know this for you too, that uh we can really change our minds. And so uh it, it and then our life really changes. And, it you know, there are a lot of times when it's, it's very challenging. It's extremely challenging. And that's why having a group, having a community, having resources, having tools, uh, keeps us from quitting. And that's, it keeps us from falling down for long periods of time. Because people can fall down and get lost for years, right? I, I know I have felt that way. So, The third thing that we're really focusing on this year is to choose again. So it's about non-judgment, clearing the mind, and choosing again. So when we're choosing again, we're learning to choose something helpful out of self-love. And because love is the healer, the self-love motivation is healing every time we're willing to choose again. So we stop allowing ourselves to learn through pain. We can always choose to learn through pain, but we stop allowing that to be our default choice. And we begin to make the default choice learning through joy. It takes attention. It takes practice. There will be so much temptation to give up. We will learn through the contrast all the time of, oh, I just fell into learning through pain. I got on the pain train. I wrote it to the end. Ugh. I ended up in Margaritaville. But today's another day, and today I can learn through contrast. Yesterday, I decided to learn through pain. Today, I'm deciding to learn through joy by not judging myself that I got on the pain train yesterday. Today, I'm not getting on the pain train about getting on the pain train yesterday. You see? So this is how we transform our lives. We stop allowing ourselves to learn through pain. We learn to learn through joy. A lot of this year is learning how to learn. So we focus on no longer investing ourselves in things that hurt us. We're learning how to love ourselves. So many people have said to me over the years, Jennifer, I get that self-love is the key. But how do I love myself? I don't really get it. So we're going to get into that this year deeply. And we have a whole module on just self-love. So when we learn self-love, and we can teach it to everyone around us, they'll naturally pick it up because we're always teaching everything all the time. And everyone around us is watching how we're doing with whatever it is we're doing. And they're learning from us, too. So this is one of the most wonderful things is that people around us start shifting and changing. Because we're shifting and changing and all our minds are joined together. And people are learning. They're watching. They're saying, oh, wow, she's really shifting and changing. Things are going better for her. She's happier. Hmm, what can I learn from what she's doing? How can I apply? what she's learning and so those particularly the people who are in close relationship with us whether they want to or not (laughs) they will start to shift and change generally so it's quite remarkable how that happens and uh, I love to hear all those results it's just so spectacular particularly at the end of the year When we come to the big family holidays, American holiday, Thanksgiving and then Christmas and people are like, oh my God, uh, how much their family has changed or their relationship with their family, how much they've changed in their relationship to their family. All these wonderful changes because people are practicing non-judgment, taking out the trash, cultivating that pristine awareness, choosing again. So the key to all of it, 100%, the key is willingness. So these practices you'll be learning this year will eliminate everything that disturbs your peace, if you are willing. Your willingness is your key. Now, I still have experiences that disturb my peace. I do, but not for long, for seconds. Uh, Maybe a minute or two. Hours and days and weeks and months, no. No, 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 no. Because I love myself. I don't want to learn through pain anymore. Not doing that. So, a few more things before we go to the contract. I'd like you to consider some things. So I'm going to invite you to make some notes here. You will wish to come back to this. So we're an hour and 10 minutes into the class. Make a note to come back to this. Uh, if If you tend to only listen to things once, come back to this or look in the transcript. This year, we're... Really learning to love ourselves and really making that movement to learning through joy and allowing ourselves to have more joy. One of the things that happens when I talk to a lot of people one-on-one is they share, you know, I'm just, my life is not that happy. It's not that joyful, you know. I have moments of happiness, you know, but not... Not this really wonderful joy. So consider just even, even though joy is unconditional, because joy is the spiritual quality of God, like love, like beauty, like harmony, like freedom. Joy is a spiritual quality that's omnipresent, omnipotent, omniactive, always available. It's part of our true identity. It's part of our true nature. But we don't always experience it because we're blocking it. It's still there, but we're blocking it. So the more we take out the judgment, the trash, the complaining, all that stuff, then we can start to experience the joy that's been hidden. So, But there are times when we really... Do allow ourselves to really have fun, be playful, be joyful. And what are the things that you really feel like, Oh, I'm joyful now. This I love. Right? It might be playing with your dog. It might be when you're cooking a meal for loved ones. It might be when you're gardening. Just start to to really, really notice and make a list of the things that when you're experiencing them, you feel like you're in the flow of love and joy. You feel uplifted. So you might be making some notes now. And there's no place in the workbook specifically for this. So this would just be in your journal pages. If you have a separate journal that you use to write things in. Begin to contemplate what is really the deep desire of your heart. And we'll get into that. It's very useful to know. It's very healing to start to notice what is the deep desire of your heart. So when you're feeling trapped in some situation you don't like, what's the deep desire of my heart here? Really, truly my heart, heart. Not, you know, make these idiots stop talking. It's the deep desire of my heart is to experience peace to be a peaceful presence. So considering what are the things that are fun for you, really fun, because I find that the older people get, the less time they make for fun. What's fun for you? Because part of loving yourself Loving yourself free of the pain and the suffering is to schedule in things that are fun. To give yourself permission to have fun. See, for me, my mandala coloring books, they're fun. I enjoy that. If I'm in a meeting and we're talking about technical things on the website, that's not really fun for me but if I'm doing my mandala coloring book while I'm in the meeting I can really enjoy that and then the meeting becomes a different experience for me. Finding ways to put more fun in. So what are the things that also make you feel like oh I'm feeling the love now people. Are there anything? And if if you don't have anything, maybe in the Facebook group ask who 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 has uh things that they find are really fun. Start looking for ideas. Tell the Holy Spirit, your higher self <coughs> I'd love some ideas of how to have more fun. So I can tell you I'll just tell tell you a few things about me. I really enjoy decorating to the point where, you know, I travel a lot. And so I'm in hotel rooms and places like that. I literally bring shawls and things like that that I can redecorate the room a bit (laughs) to make it more like me. So I love being outdoors in nature. And it's winter time here in New Jersey where I'm living now. And um, so like today I took a nice walk with my brother's dog, got outside, got in the sunshine. I love being outdoors in nature. Sometimes I'll just take a break and just go outside even for a minute. Just stand on the porch and breathe the fresh air. Don't even put a coat on or anything. Just relax. Put the sun on my face. Go outdoors for a moment. Breathe fresh air. I love hanging out with my friends. I love hanging out with my family. And I love playing board games with friends and family. I love playing card games. And I really like watching movies with friends and family. And then talking about it. I love cooking a meal for loved ones, and with loved ones, and i all of these things are in addition to, I love my spiritual practice, and time of contemplation, I mean that's the yummiest yum is just being contemplative with spirit, and opening my mind to the love of God, I love creating curriculums of how we're going to uh, discover the truth And I love uh, making the journals and the workbooks. That's very creative, and I really love that. I love speaking and teaching very, very much. These are all fun, fun, fun things for me. I love skiing very much. I love the Zen activity of it. I love swimming in the ocean and uh, sitting by the shore I love going for a walk in the woods. There are a lot of things like that. I love getting a good massage. I love exercising and working out. And I love dogs and playing with dogs. Cats are great. And I just have a thing with dogs because I have an inner dog nature. People have inner child. I have an inner child and an inner puppy. (laughs) So true confessions. So... One thing I would like to bring up is, um, you know, it seems like around the holidays, the the end-of-the-year holidays, that many people make transitions uh, of all kinds. Uh, Some people pass away. Their loved ones pass away, um, change jobs, and uh, all kinds of shifts and changes often take place. At the end of the year, and we just had this uh, shift from the nine year to the one year. So I would say so many more things uh, changed at the end of last year at the start of this year than usual. Many more changes. So. I know, for instance, one major change that I experienced, um, at the beginning of 2008, which was the last cycle, was, and I, 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 I've shared about this, my, my mom passed away. And so, the, as soon as she passed away, um, not long after, a little bit later in the day, I went for a walk. It was a beautiful sunny day. In March, and I went for a walk in the woods uh in our family home in maine and um my first thought was, "Who am I now?" Because I was caring for my mother to such a degree it was it felt to me almost as if my child had died my baby, because my mother was so incapacitated it was almost like she was an infant, not in her mind but in her body. And, um, so I just thought, who am I now? And when we're caring for a loved one, and it could be a pet, absolutely, a furry family member, uh, and <clears throat> they make their transition, uh, even if it was, you know, anticipated or it's sudden, doesn't really matter. There's such a shift. Uh, when we shift in our jobs, we shift with divorce, all different kinds of shifts like this. In for some shifts, um, like I went from pouring out this love for my mother and my father to then um, going back to my home in Los Angeles where I was living alone again after many months of being a full-time caregiver. And so that was a huge shift for me. And for many people, making these kinds of shifts where um, they're uh now, they're disoriented. Who am I now? And if I'm not pouring out love in this way, then I'm not experiencing the healing power of all that love. So it can feel like, oh, depression, darkness seems to come in. Um And, again, it could be um, uh, a furry family member or a friend or um, it can be a change in job or career. Uh, A lot of people will retire at the beginning of the year or the end of the year. and, And then it can be very disorienting. So it's about paying attention to, okay, this was how I was in the flow of love before, I can find new ways to be in the flow of love now and not just uh start to contract or become focused on things that really don't put us in the flow of love or in the flow of creativity and inspiration. So it's about being mindful of these these shifts and changes. So if you can look back over the course of the year last year, um, did you have, uh, or even before then, did you have uh, the, the death of a loved one or a job transition or a health transition that so shifted your life that there's a spiritual quality like love or, um, creativity or, um, freedom that really shifted and you didn't notice that that is the thing that now seems to be lacking. Because it can really happen. Uh and all all you can begin to now put your attention on, okay, I need to get more love flowing in my heart. So maybe I could do some volunteer work. Maybe I could be of service somehow, some way, and get into the flow of love. Maybe there's a friend or a family m- member that could use some care and nurturing. I feel like, good Lord, I could use some care and nurturing, but if what I really need is to be in the flow of love, and I don't feel comfortable receiving love, maybe I can get in the flow of sharing love, because if we're genuinely sharing love, it's not a burden. Right. If we're giving and giving and giving and it's a burden, then we're probably giving to get something in return. And we'll get into this in our relationship classes. But I'm just suggesting that you pay attention to that now. So start, you know, sifting through the files of your mind and look for where you're feeling there's no, there's not a real good flow of the spiritual qualities. So love, Joy, freedom, wisdom, clarity, beauty, wholeness, harmony, prosperity, abundance. Start paying attention to these things. And whenever you want to say, okay, I just realized, yeah, I haven't felt free in a very long time. You don't have to just ask me, what is the solution? Make your go-to the Holy Spirit, the higher self. Then you'll start to get intuition and inspiration and you'll more and more quickly realize your mind is the mind of God. You have the ability and so you can get back into the flow of whatever it is through following that guidance. Remember, your willingness is the key. I So you can make up your own affirmation. You can go through the affirmation cards I send you. And find the one that's related to that quality. You'll probably find one because there's 44 cards. <laughs> so, okay, that loved one isn't here anymore. How can I find other ways to be in the flow of love? Not replacing. You can't replace a loved one. But adjusting. Staying in the flow of love. So it's the same with work and creativity. And... um Maybe there's a shift in socializing that needs to happen, some way, shape, or form. A lot of people engage in empty socializing that just, it it makes them feel depleted. So maybe it's about maybe taking some time and retreating a bit. Some people have retreated. They're not socializing. So you can examine really what is going on for you. This is one of the main things that people resist. They, uh, I'll be talking about this in my radio show tomorrow because the topic is about um, the fear of looking within in my radio show tomorrow. And um, many people are terrified to look within. That's why Masterful Living is a group. We're a group because we can do it together. We can hold on to each other like a life raft. And... Um, you know, some things I did in the winter, I moved to an island off the coast of Maine where my family had this, um, home and nobody was living there. And I was in a very, I was sad. I was depressed. I was just, uh, oh, I was a wreck. And I went to move to this island off the coast of Maine to get away from everybody and to take advantage of free rent and it be a, the most gorgeous place in nature that i knew and um and then i realized i don't know anybody here i have to make all new friends here so you know what i did is for me i'm a writer i started a writers group and um that was 27 years ago and you know what that writers group is still going strong that's pretty cool and um i also started uh, an international potluck group. So it's winter time, right? We're on an island, <laughs> so there's not, there's no Starbucks, there's nothing like that. There's barely even a restaurant. So I said, okay, I, I just I took my writers group and I said, we're going to do an international potluck group. We're going to have a different nationality each month, and we're going to start with French. And then you can decide what, what you know, what do you want to do next? But this is what we're doing. And everybody just jumped right in. It was wonderful. And we had so much fun planning our, our meals. We took different courses and, you know, first course, second course, third course. And we'd had like a dozen people and there were spectacular meals. And we just had so much fun. And I remember one one night, it was 20 degrees below. We, went, we were having Indian food at Stephen Wilmot's house. And by God, I was going, (laughs) even though it was 20 below. So creativity will flow if you're open to it. One way to get creative and open up huge amounts of energy is to do this emotional, mental clearing. And then also do some clearing in the physical. And I talked about this in the New Year's Reboot class. I know we're going a little long here. I'm going to get to the contract here in just a minute. So um, st- I'll just tell you this: um, I uh, my my parents lived in that house in Maine for a number of years, and after my mom died, a few years later, my father remarried, and he and his um, wife lived there for a couple years together, and then last year they moved to Florida, or the year before they moved to Florida. And my my father's a pack rat. The basement is just filled with stuff. And so I was there um, on and off last year. And I, to help clear the cotter, I made a decision. Every time I went in the basement, I was coming up with something that I could get rid of. Either give it away to somebody or throw it away. And so I just, every time I went down in the basement, and I always seemed to go down there once a day for something, uh, because I had some things down there of my own in storage. And I just, I just kept bringing it up, getting it out, one thing at a time. And it would make me so happy every time I would find something that I could throw away with, throw away. So just begin to, like, you don't have to clean even the whole drawer in your desk. Just maybe Five minutes a day, you're going to just throw away some stuff pile it to take to the um, uh, Goodwill or have them come get it. But just start to clear the clutter. Start to pay attention to the clutter all around you, mentally, emotionally, and physically. If you don't use it, if you're probably never going to use it again, if you don't really like it, get it out of there. Because energetically, it's draining you. And when you begin to clear and clear and clear, you'll really realize that this is so. All right. So, the contract. We're going to spend some time on your contract now. Not too long. I know these early classes go a bit long because I'm just so excited and I... I just want to give you so much. So in your workbook slash journal, uh, you will see in there that there are, um, uh, let's see if I can give you an exact page number Um Yep, just give me one moment. There's the the pages for the visioning where you can fill in the visioning 79 and 80, and then the the you take from the visioning your ask, your um, uh, divine idea, a holy purpose for your life. That was the first part of the visioning, and you you craft from what you got from that. For your aspiration. Now some people do the visioning. And they don't really get anything. Some people do the visioning. And they wonder. hmm, Was that inspiration? Intuition? Or is that just ego? Am I just making stuff up? And I used to wonder all the same thing. Um, what, when it comes in really fast. It seems like. That can't be inspiration. But actually when it comes super fast. Like that. It really is inspiration. So the divine idea and the holy purpose for my life is to share from the heart. To really share from my heart to your heart. And so, you could, for me, I could make my aspiration about that if I didn't feel, particularly if I didn't feel like I was doing well with that, I could say, okay, the my aspiration is to be a loving presence in this world. To be a loving presence in my life, my aspiration could be to be in the flow of love at all times and all situations. So you can you can work with it. Very simple, very simple. No long detail. Don't you have to fit everything in because Let's face it, if you're living a life of love, if you're living as the Christ Presence, you know, you're awakening, you're attaining enlightenment, it's going to include everything. If, if your focus is peace, it's going to include everything in your life. So simple is better. And we can, we can go over contracts next week. Some more and people can come and share and we'll talk about them. I'd really like you to do that next week. We'll probably do that and then prayer. Uh, we'll start the prayer series after that. So very simple, very simple aspiration statements. Uh, and I, I think it's good to write these out um, on a piece of paper uh, until you really feel like you've, you've nailed it. And then you can fill it in here. and um, But th- that's okay. You can also, in all the other workbooks, there's another fresh contract. To start over again if you like. You can take a picture of that. You can print it out. And you've got lots of them. And then um, that makes it easy. So your intention. So in this, it, we're going to work from the second part of the visioning, which was consider what you must become. What is it you must become in order to fulfill the vision? What is it you really need to embody? So you can make your intention around that. So for instance, if you you must become focused, let's say, or you must become um, kind, loving, compassionate, embody compassion. Then you could say, my intention is to be a kind, loving, gentle, compassionate presence in my life. Or, my intention is to be compassionate with myself and everyone I meet. It can also be your aspiration. Obviously, these these can be somewhat interchangeable. To me, the aspiration is the highest goal goal would be another way to say it. And my intention is something about how I'm living each day. So your goals are going to come from your action steps. Okay. And, um, so we've got these things, uh, you can, you can write about that in your journal. And then, um, what I also say in the journal here about the aspiration is, um, Focus really on how you'd like to be in the world and how you'd like to feel. That aspect of focusing on how you'd like to feel will help you so much if you begin to focus on it. So let's say in the moment you feel irritated or afraid, how would you like to feel? I'd like to feel peaceful. I'd like to feel safe. I'd like to feel encouraged and loved and held. And just by putting your attention on that, it makes you more receptive. So helpful. So take from the the visioning that we did and see if you can craft a simple statement about how you'd like to be and how you'd like to feel and incorporate in there what it is that's the highest vision for your life. So for me it's really being a loving presence feeling that I f- am feeling the flow of love. So again with the intention uh you you might uh f- put as an intention something you'd like to release You could do that as well. Like I say in the workbook, my intention is to release the habits of self-sabotage and self-medication in order to live a life of loving kindness. Another one is, I intend to experience healing and prosperity at the highest levels. So one thing we're not doing with the statements in the contract is we're not saying, I'd like to stop being... Uh, unkind it's i 'd like to release something you could you could put that you don't have to, but you could put that, but instead focusing on what you 'd like so if it's i 'd like to stop being so mean to my friends and family and manipulating them, not that uh, instead i'd like to how would you like to be how would you like to feel focusing on the positive like that it's it's so helpful to keep our mind focused on how we'd like to be how we'd like to feel so in your intention again not and with your goals same thing so it's not um I'd like to stop this uh it's really I'd like to be this I'd like to feel that I'd like to experience Keeping it on that kind of a focus of what you're calling forward into your life. Now, let's say you'd like to stop smoking. That's a goal that you have. Because your goals are going to support your aspiration and your intentions. Your goals are going to be action steps that support you manifesting your intentions and your aspiration as your very life experience. So for someone, it might be, I need to stop self-medicating. So that's why release the habit of self-medicating. So you could, instead of saying, stop smoking, I'm going to release the habit of smoking. I believe that because words are symbols, they represent how we really think and feel and believe. So I really like to be careful with these words. So as you're writing and rewriting these statements, drafting your contract, notice how you feel. Does it feel like, oh, ka-ching? Yes, I hit the sweet spot. Or does it feel a bit more challenging? I mean, uh, not challenging. Um, not, just mm, That's not quite it and we can work on this next week. All right. I think does anybody have any questions about anything that I've covered today? Um I'm not sure how to pronounce this name, but Hunda or Junda uh, is asking. Can we just use what you wrote as an example? Yes, you can. Absolutely. Is the retreat a destination or on the phone? It's a destination. It's in the New York area, Uh, so you could travel to New York uh, and and get there pretty easily from. The New York area airports and I'll have all those details Um, in fact I I can send you all an email tomorrow I could send you all an email tomorrow with just some of those basic details Um, and while we're getting the web page up Deanna Dina Dina writes (laughs) I've been to two of your retreats, one forgiveness in October and the New Year's reboot in January. Working with you in person is a real treat. So many interesting and soul-searching people attend. It is well worth the effort and expense. The last time, my car broke down on the way home, but it came a lesson in following my inner guidance. No regrets. Thank you, Dina. Yeah. It's, you know, for me, it's one of the most extraordinary things is um, to see how uh, people arrive and how they leave. Uh, because, you know, everybody is different when they arrive. Uh, some people are going through stuff, they uh, are leaving some upset behind, they're afraid, they're worried, they're nervous, they don't know anyone there, they feel like they're just taking this huge leap uh to be with strangers they have you know lots of concerns they don't like to try all kinds of you'd see all kinds of people believe me i've done so many treats over the years all kinds of people and um and by the end everybody's just shiny happy people (laughs) pretty much um and uh if they're willing they 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 really uh can leave a lot and um I leave a lot behind. Is what I mean. I just love what we're doing, and I I would like to say to you before I pray, and then I'm going to play a song. (laughs) It's a long, long class. Probably be the longest class of the year, uh, most likely. Usually we're going to try and keep closer to an hour and fifteen, so that that will start next week. But the this this first uh, classes of the year, just so much I like to share and and um, encourage you. Um, it's such a journey that it requires a great deal of courage, really because um, it's life-changing. It, we're talking about real transformation and some people have been on this planet in who are in Masterful for Living 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years, uh, sometimes more than 70 years um, and um, some of us have really become very entrenched in a great deal of confusion and negativity and hurt and uh, there could be just the most tremendous release. Um, I, I've, I've literally had people in the class who, uh, in their 70s, through doing the work in Masterful Living, their whole marriage just completely opened up and became this just gorgeous, beautiful renewal, uh, sexual renewal, uh, fun renewal. Uh, life love renewal and um, I've just seen so much that people give themselves the gift of and it does require courage because the ego doesn't like change and spirit knows that letting go of what doesn't serve is not only possible It's really so much easier than we think. And so um, it takes courage to be willing to find that out. And um, through the practical application is how we find it out. So I'm inviting everyone to place their hand on their heart once again. And we give thanks. We give thanks that we're giving ourselves this gift, this gift of self-love and self-healing we're giving ourselves this gift of transformation that we deserve to have a life that we love and we are giving ourselves the gift of loving our loved ones we are giving ourselves the gift of true transformation and healing we are grateful and thankful to consciously partner up with the higher holy spirit self and to give the higher holy spirit self the heavy lifting. We are willing and we are cultivating a great willingness. We are grateful and thankful to bless each other and ourselves and to share the benefits of our healing, our expansion, our living the love with everyone because we are one with them. In gratitude, we let it be and so it is. Amen. 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 Yes. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, I am playing a song. And um this is a beautiful song written by a very dear friend of mine who was in the first masterful living and uh, she wrote this song While she was at Masterful Living in 2009, and it's on her CD, her her, um, CD called One with the One. It's by Jennifer Ruth Russell, and you can find out more about her at jenniferruthrussell.com. And it's called Come Whoever You Are. And she wrote the music, and Rumi, the beautiful Sufi poet, wrote the lyrics. It's a self forgiveness song. And um, it's the voice of God speaking through Rumi and singing through Jennifer Ruth Russell. I love you so much for your courage and for your beauty. And thank you for joining with me today. Mm. God bless you.